Holy shit. Guys, we're halfway done with our semester abroad. Again. (laughs) Holy shit, guys. We are sitting in our Airbnb in Cinque Terre, um, also previously known as Cinque Terre, Cinque Terre. Cinque Terre. (laughs) Um, But if you didn't know, Cinque Terre stands for five. Cinque is five. Um, So obviously there's five little beach villages. So now. Exactly. So now you know a little bit about Cinque Terre. It's actually my favorite place on earth. It's the most adorable, picturesque beach town. Think of like the colorful houses that you see on Pinterest with the water and that's Cinque Terre. Like the famous Pinterest picture? Yeah, we're there. I don't even, I like have no other words other than like I'm never leaving and I don't want to leave this Airbnb. I don't want to leave this town. It's pretty magical. Um, but enough about us just loving over Cinque Terre. Um, we apologize. It has taken us this long to get back out there, but we are back. Um, and like last time, we kind of spilled the truths of last semester. We are now here to spill the truths of study abroad. Um, obviously, most of the people listening to this either follow us on Instagram or follow, you know, a different college student abroad and study abroad pretty much looks perfect um, according to Instagram and according to social media. But we are here to tell you that is not the case. Guys, it's not all rainbows and butterflies. I think the biggest thing I have to remember in this day and age where technology is so prominent and so present is that Instagram is a highlight reel. You don't see the everyday of anyone's life You just see the highlights that they're choosing to share with you. And that's okay because it's their story and it's what they're choosing to share. But you have to remember that it's just a highlight reel and there's so much more that goes on behind the scenes. And, you know, we're here to break that down study abroad edition. Yes, um, I think that this experience thus far has been hands down the coolest thing um, we have ever done. And obviously most study abroad students say the same, um, but I think some students forget to mention that emotions are still there. Um, anxiety is still there. Worries are still there. Um, and whether we like to admit it or not, there are some points where we really just miss Oxford. Um, so we're gonna break down, like Abby said, the real points of study abroad that people don't mention, um, like when weather doesn't go your way or when things are still kind of messy or I don't know, the apartment you're living in is disgusting. Or you visit a town and the only place to eat are McDonald's and Hooters. Um, And yeah, we're going to break that down and along kind of give a study abroad update and yeah, let's get right into it. Let's just start with like a little bit of a recap of the semester. What we've so done so far. far. So we are in Florence, Italy. We got here in January and we spent the first two weeks in Florence just getting to know the town, getting to meet our roommates and other people in our program. And I think that was really fun. And I think we both have such a special love for Florence and Every time we go back, I just think to myself, I really love it here. 
And so after Florence, I was going to add one thing, like when we've come back from trips and stuff, like, you know, the feeling when you're on your plane home and like, or you're on a plane or a long drive home from a vacation and you're like, oh, like we have to go back to real life. And like, I don't know about you guys, but I get like really sappy on my way home from things. I'm like, oh, miss this. Like, I feel like I'm the main character moment, you know, in like a sad <laughs> movie. <laughs> um, like because, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So but in this situation, like when we go home, we go home to Florence and that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, so we've been exploring Florence and we had one for three weeks. We had a three week class, um, Monday through Friday. That doesn't really matter. You guys don't care about that, but it was called the Florence food and culture experience. And like you guys probably saw, we literally just cooked and tried food and drank wine every single day. Um, it was seriously the best looking back on it. I miss it every day. I miss our teacher. It was so fun. Mm -hmm. It was just like an overall good time. We laughed, we got to cook, we got to try new things. It was just such a cool class and like nothing you're ever going to take again. Then, um, but recap, we also, we did, we went to Milan. Um, then we went to Venice and then it was spring break. So we did Paris and then Switzerland, which we did interlocking, which we paraglided, which was amazing. Um, it was a super, super cool experience. And hands down, we both had tears in our eyes just of oh, how I, lucky we were to be doing that. I literally cried the whole way down, like not like sobbing, crying, but like tears were just falling down my face. I was like, oh my God, this is my life. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then uh, these past few weeks, we had some very special guests of Mama Siegel and Papa Siegel. So I went happy to Rome. Happy, happy, happy. <laughs> um, so I went to Rome and met my parents and then they came to Florence last weekend. So we kind of got to show them our home and we went on a private food and wine tasting um, and did some really fun things with them. Like we've been saying, it was kind of a vacation from our vacation, having Mama <laughs> and Papa Siegel there. It was such a treat we and we went to like some small towns in Italy too so when Samantha was in Rome I went to on a program field trip to Perugia which is where they produced chocolate which was really cool we got to like go in a chocolate factory and then with her parents we went to San how do you say San Giamano or something San like Giamano San Giamano I think mm -hmm. but that was so cool like we also spent, went to Siena yeah those were both such cool times and then we got to show our favorite visitors around Florence and it's so special getting to show people around this mm -hmm. little city we call home. Exactly. So that was kind of the shortest recap. Um, and now, now we're in Cinque Terre. Now in we're taking normal classes right now. Not going to lie, guys, they're not great. Um, I know a lot of us don't like enjoy classes, but let me tell you, these are hashtag rough like <laughs> these are not good they're just so boring and I don't know I just you know you got most of the people that are listening you guys know I'm a nerd I like to ask questions I'm always the one that participates we all know this right we all know this whether you like it or you hate it I'm the participator okay these classes guys I am fighting to stay asleep not because I'm hungover oh yeah yeah sorry sorry to stay awake not because I'm hungover and I was up till 4 4 a.m the night before but because they're so boring like I would rather go sit in accounting 221 mm -hmm. in FSB 1000 than I would sit in any of these classes or I get I like one of them but I think the teachers are literally paid to read off a mass-produced powerpoint by the textbook that they use oh yeah and I haven't been on cool math games since I was like in sixth grade. Like if you had a childhood, you know what cool math games is. 
And, you know, you played like the parking games and like the block games. And Samantha laughs at me because I sit and play these games during class because I have nothing better to do. And I've gone through my camera rolls 7,000 times. Yeah, they're just niche good. They're niche good. <laughs> they're niche good, guys. They're niche good. If we're being completely honest. Um, but I guess that's kind of one of the first things that people don't kind of docu- document on study abroad is like there is still school. Um, and our classes kind of suck. But that is okay. But that's kind of one of the first things we realized. Um, I think like, sorry, I was drinking water. I think like the class thing, our first three week class was fine. Like we were only in it for three hours a day, but now we're in class again, like all day, pretty much Monday through Thursday. And the school's small. There's like seven classrooms to choose from. So on one day, like we sit in the same classroom for six hours a day. And that's brutal. Like, even if you get a break or not, you're still sitting in the same room. And it's just, it's long, it's boring. But, you know, we're, we still are in Florence. So I try to remind myself of that during those times. And we get to walk outside and walk home and we pass the Duomo, which is pretty surreal. Mm-hmm. And the river, which is amazing. The Arno River. The river. We do live across the river. And if you've ever been to Florence, you know there's the river in the middle and one side is very touristy and one side is like neighborhoods we live in the neighborhood side updated so far away from everything we need to go to yeah um so that I guess kind of leads into the second um things people don't show you abroad now listen like I guess we're talking to a lot of Miami kids so I don't really know how the lux living experience is and like the housing experience is but let me tell you okay let me let me fill you guys in here our apartment <laughs> is gross. Okay. Like, it's like the definition of ratchet. Yeah. Like our, like, okay. Also, I, I, I do want to do a disclaimer here. Um, that could sound a little, a little spoiled brat-esque, right? Like you yeah. guys are oh, probably thinking, you guys are probably thinking Samantha and Abby literally shut up. You guys are in Florence, which our like parents have told us the same thing totally fair enough right totally fair enough I'm taking this more of the route of hey listen like we're posting all these happy pictures and like we're explaining how amazing this program is but like when we get home to this apartment like it's kind of gross the floor every night yeah it's kind of gross but here's the update we if we want to mop the floor we have to go buy a mop because they don't provide a mop (laughs) or they here guys no 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 actually we're not gonna we're not gonna just keep talking about this because whatever let me just put it in this picture and then you guys can connect the dots from there okay we got to Florence after you know however many hours of traveling multiple different planes a a long travel day okay we are in this foreign country we're both a little shaken up we're both a little nervous we're both a little like holy shit um my hands were shaking yeah we were a little sweaty we're a little hungry we're like oh my god Another fact about the apartment before Samantha goes, you had to hike up four flights of stairs to get. Yeah, so we were aware there was no elevator, okay? So we arrived to Florence with 300 pounds of our favorite items. Okay, let me just tell you these two things, like we said, and then we can move on. We walk into this apartment, like Abby said, after 20 hours of traveling, after hiking up so many stairs with all of our bags, because update, one of my bags was like 65 pounds. Are we surprised? No, but okay, ready? Here we go. No toilet paper and no soap. All I what <laughs> do you do in a foreign country when you are not provided 
paper to wipe your ass. Okay. What do you do when you are in a foreign country with no paper to wipe your freaking ass? I literally had many tissues. <laughs> I had I to, use. to do was wash my hands. And thank God my mom gave me like seven bottles of hand sanitizer before I left because there was literally no soap, like not a single drop of soap. I would have used dish soap. I would have used any kind of soap. There was, there was literally none. But don't worry guys, there's two bidets. <laughs> yeah, two days. So, you know, we could have gotten by without the toilet paper, but I prefer toilet paper than a bidet, in my opinion. Yeah, actually, um, another insider scoop. We still have, have you tried the bidet yet? No. I have not tried the bidet yet either. There's mold growing in it. Ugh. Um, so, yeah. Oh, and this is another thing about our apartment. Let's, okay, I'm going to name two things that piss me off about our apartment, and then you can name two things, and then we'll move on, okay? Yeah, that one's Okay, so two of my things that piss me off about the apartment. I don't know if these are going to be two, but we'll just do a quick sum up. Number one, when we shower, okay, we also take a bath, okay, <laughs> because the drain does not drain, okay, so I am sitting in my own filth, okay, okay, so like literally the shower water is coming down and you are trying to wash yourself, but yet you are still sitting, standing in your own filth. My also sub part of that is, you know, we share a bathroom. So there's two bathrooms and we share a bathroom with two other girls. Okay. Between four of us, between four of us, you know, we shed a lot, you know, girls shed a lot. The hair doesn't, a lot of hair goes down the drain, but there's still a chunk of hair that doesn't go down the drain. So once the water drains, you open the shower. Okay. (laughs) And there's hair everywhere. There's still hair everywhere. Like it's disgusting. One more part about the shower. Okay, so we get there and the shower curtain is too long for the shower. Okay, so when you're showering, okay, the shower curtain gets on you. Okay, the moldy shower shower curtain. We don't know where the shower curtain came from. We don't know who else has used the shower curtain and yet it's too long. So whatever. So one of our roommates had to do a cutting job and cut the shower curtain so that we could shower a little more effectively. That's that's kind of the shower situation. That was my number one, okay? <laughs> I'm not even gonna get into the kitchen. You can get into the kitchen. I'm gonna tell you, okay? And I can't use some, some words here. I have to be appropriate. The smell. <laughs> the smell of our apartment. Think of like your worst nightmare smell. Think of like the food court at the mall. I actually don't mind the food court at the mall, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Um, it smells like cooked moldy food plus someone just clogged the toilet. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to lie to you guys. Someone hasn't showered in seven days. Yeah, yeah. Mix your BO in there too. Like, I'm not even kidding you with a hint of cigarettes. <laughs> like, I'd rather it's like cigarettes. Myth than me too, than moldy junk. Um, so it's the smell. You know what I mean? I think we're all big on smells. Like when I came here, I packed everything in dryer sheets and like, I'd like things to smell good. Okay. But no, it smells like ass. No like, amount of air fresheners can fix it. Oh, no. Some, some fresh cotton ain't going to fix that smell, okay? It's, ain't, it's not going to fix that smell. So I'm going to say that those are my two things. And hopefully Abby will get into the kitchen because, oh, it's just it's such a great kitchen. Guys, I hope you all can cook in a kitchen like that. <laughs> we sound such so bratty. But, like, I just, I hope you guys know, like, when you're living somewhere for four months and, like, these are the conditions, like, no matter where you are, like, it kind of sucks. So, my first pet peeve was the Wi-Fi. So, look, I get it. We're in a foreign country. We're not 
used to having 5G ultra fast Wi-Fi with our Eero connecting us to this most stellar internet speed ever. I fully knew that coming in. I was ready to have slow Wi-Fi. Like I, I knew that was coming in. So we get here the first couple of days, it works fine. Mm-hmm. And then it starts going out in our room. And I'm like, okay, like whatever. Like I can deal with no Wi-Fi in our room as long as it works at the kitchen table. So about the time around when Samantha went to Rome, so like two weeks ago, the Wi-Fi just cut out completely. Like no Wi-Fi on the whole house. And I, we had put in multiple maintenance requests that the Wi-Fi doesn't work upstairs. It doesn't work in this room. Like you literally have to be sitting next to the router for it to work, which is fine. It would have just been nice to have it in one room, whatever. We weren't trying to complain. We just were like, Hey, if someone can come out and fix this, like that would be great. They never responded to us. And then one weekend it literally goes out. So our roommate goes to the office. Like this is after sending in five requests, it takes her going to the program office for them to call the housing department to come fix the Wi-Fi because there was no Wi-Fi in the whole thing. So then they come, they supposedly come and fix it on a Friday update on Saturday morning. It did not work. The whole house, legit no Wi-Fi. Like it wouldn't even connect. We had, I sent them a request. I looked up what to do on the website. It said, take a walk. That's what the website said. Take a walk. Take a walk, read a book, go to a friend's house, find some gelato, take a nap. Those were the suggestions. I kid you not. Those were the suggestions. So you know, I was by myself the whole day. I was just, you know, having this great little day. I was excited to watch a movie and hang out. No, there was no Wi-Fi. I couldn't watch a movie. I wasn't paying for an international day pass and I didn't want to go over my data limit. So, you know, I, I went for a walk and, you know, still no Wi-Fi, whatever, yada, yada, yada. On Monday morning, our roommate marches down to the office and she's basically like, this is really hard because, you know, we're trying to advocate for ourselves and be independent, yada, yada, yada. And it takes her going a second time to the program office for them to call the Wi-Fi people to come back. And then they come and their genius solution to the Wi-Fi, this is the best part. They decide if they zip tie the router onto the stair rail, it'll be fixed. And they said, don't touch it. It goes on the stair rail. Not anymore. I'm not done yet. Oh. It was on the stair rail and they're like, don't touch it. So then they come back the next day. All they needed to do the whole time was add an extender. Like they tried 17 things to get an extender, but I don't know. That was like my number one peeve is like, there was no Wi-Fi, and they weren't listening to us and they were treating us like we were asking for the most like un, what's the word? Like they were asking, like we weren't self-sufficient. Like we weren't self-sufficient. They were treating us like we were asking for the most like out of this world requests, like when we just wanted Wi-Fi to turn in our homework. And I think like that was my number one pet peeve, but that was really frustrating. And then to sum up the kitchen, the best way to describe it is just like it just never was built properly. So there's so many issues with it. Like, I'm afraid the cabinet door is going to fall off in my hand. And then, like, the sink leaks into the under cabinet. And then the under cabinet's, like, rotting. The microwave's from 1912. You have to use a lighter to light the stove. <laughs> and there's just no room. There's five people that live in this house that all want five different things for dinner. And, like, no matter what way you do it, there's not enough room for people to cook and dishes to be done. It's just, it's just not fun. 
you have anything else to add about the kitchen? It's just disgusting. It's gross. It's gross. I don't think it's ever been cleaned. Like, we've cleaned it. Oh, a hundred times we've cleaned it, but, like, you could never clean it. Like, you know when you go, like, on a family vacation when you were little and, like, you would go to, like, some rat, some weird hotel or some weird Airbnb or, I don't know, and there's weird smells and, like, things don't really work right or, like, I know a lot of people will bring, like, a blanket to the hotel or a place because they're not sure, like, what the last time the sheets have been clean, like, whatever. Like, it's just, it's, and here's the thing, guys, right, is if you go to an interesting beach vacation and, like, you're in an interesting condo for a week, fine, right? Even for two weeks, fine. This is our life for four and a half months and as much as I want to go out to dinner every night you can't so I enjoy cooking we enjoy cooking but trying to cook in a kitchen that's not meant to be cooked in is very challenging um and so yeah I think that's definitely the more confusing part or not confusing sorry a challenging part I would say um but yeah so the apartment's a little interesting uh so yeah I think that wraps up like my our four biggest perks of that part yeah, 100%, 100%. Uh, I guess the next thing that we could touch on is what? what Everything now? doesn't always go as planned. You can spend hours upon hours planning a trip, planning a day, planning an experience. And I think no matter what you do, I think in life, like you have to learn to be flexible and like things don't always go how we want them to go. And as much as that sucks, like, it's a huge part of this experience. If you're planning on traveling every weekend, like we're lucky to be able to do. I think spring break was definitely like, I don't know the right word. It wasn't like eye opening, but like, it was like a kind of like a punch. It was like, oh, like you did all this planning and all this work and now you're here and like things aren't gonna, you're not gonna get to do what you wanna do. Yeah, but I also think we got to do everything we wanted to do. Yeah, but I think, like, more along the lines of, like, you know what I'm trying to say. Like, it's not always going to be perfect. Yeah, it's not going to be perfect, 100%. Um, And I think that leads into the sense of uh, a few things. But one is like we said Instagram is just a reel and your problems and your emotions still come with you abroad right so things that we were upset with or things that we loved to perseverate back at home like we still have those emotions like we still have those feelings we still have anxiety like we still have worries um and that kind of goes into the fact of sometimes we just miss Oxford and then we go to places like Cinque Terre and we're like damn we're here right now. Like, this is pretty cool. Um, but like, you know, the Miami listeners are listening. Hopefully they're listening. Um, Oxford's a really special place. And so being able to throw on a hat and shorts and a t-shirt and, or leggings and a sweatshirt, because it's really cold there right now, I think, um, there's something special about that town, just walking, going to the different bars and whatnot. Um, it's really special. And so I think sometimes we just sit there and sometimes I feel like we feel guilty of missing Oxford, but it's still true. And we're so lucky to go to a school that we love so much. Um, But then we also continue to remind ourselves how grateful we are of this experience. Yeah, I agree. I think Oxford, if you've been to Oxford, you know that it's a special place. It's kind of like a simulation. It's Mm -hmm. not real life. It's the best. It's my favorite place ever. And I think I will always have a special place in my heart for Oxford, but 
like Samantha said, like even when you're across the world, things that irk you mm-hmm. when you're in Oxford still irk you when you're in Italy. <laughs> yeah. Like as much as it may shock you guys, I know this is a real shocker. Samantha and I still have the same conversation. <laughs> Every single time we leave the house, we have the same conversation on a walk. So that's just, you know, things things change, but they're also still the same yeah and this is a huge growing point you know everyone says after study abroad I changed so much but I feel like we'll we'll definitely be on that same path um and we'll and that'll happen as well but I guess that's really it that's kind of the realistic um snippets of study abroad obviously you guys hopefully have been following us on Instagram and seeing our experiences if you guys don't follow me yet okay this is gonna be my little moment to promo if you guys don't follow me yet please follow me on TikTok my TikTok username I I don't really know which one it is you know you got the name and the username so I'm gonna tell you both and hopefully one of them will pop up it's Toto Siegel, capital T-O-T-O, and then my last name, or it's at Tweety Bird Rules. Either one, please give it a follow because I'm trying to become an influencer. Um, that's number one. But obviously, you've been following our amazing experiences. We are so lucky to be going through this, but we wanted to just kind of shine some light on some of the things that happened during study abroad, like our apartment being a little interesting, classes being a little interesting, and shit still may not go your way, no matter how long you plan, like Abby said. Um, things aren't perfect. And as much as you want that perfect photo, that perfect experience, that perfect trip, um, things still come in your way, whether it's weather, uh, whether it's... Um, people canceling or, or programs canceling or trips canceling, whatnot, uh, things may not go your way. So those are kind of the highlights of study abroad that people don't get to mention. Um, and also kind of like the whole problems and anxiety and things like that, that still follows on. Abby and I are not happy-go-lucky every single moment. Um, like you see our Instagram pictures of us wearing jeans and a sweater and a cute coat, smiling with a glass of wine update most nights I'm in my pajamas doing homework and drinking coke zero at the table like yeah I haven't done much homework yet okay not much homework but I'm doing work on the computer I don't know what kind of work you want to call it but like planning my trips Uh but like I'm not always like this happy-go-lucky smiley girl all the time like I get tired Mm -hmm. like all the things still all real life still happens and you know, what we post is our favorite moments. And I think Mm -hmm. no matter who you're looking at, it's important to remember that, especially regarding social media, it's such a deeper topic than our little 35 minutes about our study abroad experience. But I think like the biggest takeaway is like social media is a highlight reel, Mm -hmm. live your life, share what you want to share. Everyone has ups and downs. Mm -hmm. It's not all rainbows and butterflies. But we are so lucky and so happy to live this life. And I want to trade anything for the world. And every day is a new day. No, I thought you were read that there was like a one more. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, we will pause for tonight. And we are so happy we finally got to do another podcast because I know you guys have been on the edge of your seat waiting. I know because we have been waiting too. Um, so we are now going to go to bed because we have a long day of hiking and traveling tomorrow. We are going to hike the last two trails tomorrow from Cornelia to Vernanza and then Vernanza to Monterosso. Uh, so six, 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 six hours. 
Five hours? Five hours total. Five hours total. Total, total. Um, but we're a little slow, so we'll see. We like to take our breaks, you know? Uh, admire the, the view, we'll call it. Yeah, we like to admire the view. You could call it admire the view or gasping for air but we'll call it we'll call it looking uh looking at the beautiful views yes yes eating our cookies because you know we bring snacks also on hikes don't just bring snacks to the bars bring snacks on hikes um but that is it for tonight we hope you enjoyed and thanks so much for listening i know it took us a minute but we will try to be better and on that note xoxo